Coast. And on the air with us is none other than Mary Martin, and she's the executive director of New England Equine Rescue near and EER North in West Newbury. And Mary, good morning to you. Good morning, and thank you for having me back. Uh, it's it's my pleasure to have you back. Uh, you know, I, I think you do great work. Uh, rescuing, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, rescuing cats and rescuing dogs, and that's a great thing. You rescue horses and donkeys and and elephants and tigers and all that stuff, right? I would take an elephant if one came available. Um, horses, donkeys, and mules, basically, but I have taken in the occasional goat, sheep, duck, chickens. Um, we try not to, to say that's our mission because we'd be inundated, but depends on the emergency, so... But technically, horses, donkeys, and mules, we have all um, on site right now. And um, we also have foster homes. We have about 30 horses in the system. Wow. Now, a quick question, because uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know that much about it, but what's the difference between a donkey and a mule? A donkey is um, its own species, and a mule is a cross between a horse and a donkey. And they're sterile. They cannot reproduce. Uh, so, so, so how does that happen? Well, they're interspecies, I believe. So. But, yes, I like mules a lot. They're cute. But oh, I like all the equines. But they are the equine family. So, so uh, New England Equine Rescue in West Newbury, uh, uh, how, do you, how do you get your horses? How do you get your, your mules and donkeys? Well, um, it's a lot of it is hardship, um, and we recently took in an emaciated horse. She does have bad teeth, um, but an emaciated horse where the owner was dying and the horses were left um, in the care of family that couldn't keep up, it seems, because we've been feeding them and they're gaining weight. But it was it was a medical emergency that went on too long. Um, we had... Uh, recently took in two donkeys <clears throat> that were actually um, delivered to an inappropriate home by a different rescue. And when the owner realized that you cannot have donkeys in the middle of the city, <laughs> the rescue wouldn't take them back. Um, we took them in. They just came in yesterday, actually. Um, they were also stallions, which we won't adopt out stallions, so we'll take care of that immediately. So as soon as they stepped on the property, we're looking at $1,000 in bills to get them healthy and um, not stallions. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, that, that's uh, another uh, – uh, what's a, a stallion, a definition of a stallion? They can breed. Oh, you don't want that, do you? <laughs> no. No, there's plenty of animals needing homes. We don't have to add to the problem. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So we have a no-breeding, no-stallion clause. Okay. All right. To help cut down on the the need. So we're not against people that breed responsibly, but if these horses have been um, in need, why keep creating more need? So. Hmm. Okay. Well, I, I get you. Uh, very, very interesting. So New England Equine Rescue in West Newbury, and uh, you were there helping out, uh, helping out animals of, of all types, and. How can um, somebody help you help those animals? Well, we're in desperate need of volunteers. We have two shifts a day. We also have people that come in the middle of the afternoon to work with the horses. 
um, but mainly just getting them fed and cleaning up after them, um, which you can imagine is a chore in itself. And um, cleaning, watering, feeding, then, you know, they need to be brushed, they need to be worked. They're under different level levels of rehabilitation. I have a couple borderline dangerous horses, but we do keep our volunteers very safe. Just don't be alarmed by that. But we have one horse that, that bites, um, so we have trainers coming in and working with that. We have some horses that have uh, leg issues, so we're rehabilitating them and slowly bringing them back to work. Um, there's a myth that they're all old and crippled. They're not. I have a gorgeous six-year-old thoroughbred that I have no idea idea why she is here. She's sound. She's gorgeous. She has a world of potential. And then we have some older horses, but they're still very useful. Um, but the majority are under under 12 years old right now. Um, they just have some issues that need to be worked through, and that takes time and patience and money. Yeah. Now, the horses can live... A long time, can't they? Yeah, they can live um, with the better medicine. It used to be 20 was old. 20 is now, I think, a really nice age. But um, we're seeing horses live into their 30s. Wow. It's it's a long-time commitment, and that's that's a problem. We have a few horses here that were very well-loved, but their owners passed away, or their owners, one gentleman, he has um, dementia, and he just couldn't take care of his a mule, a mule that he had since it was a baby, and it's now in its 20s. So they had a really hard time letting go of that, but they just could not do it anymore. So they wanted to make sure he landed in a good home and not passed around, especially at that age. It's time for him to slow down a little. So our contract is pretty thorough, and we really, really do our best to make a good match. We're not going to put a 22-year-old mule with a 50-year-old kid that's one wants to develop their skill and do more and more and more when the mule is ready to back off from hard work, if that makes sense. Yeah, so so mules and horses and donkeys, they, they all have their their uh, their span where uh, they're active and then they aren't so active. Right, right. So we, we're really careful to place them in a good home where we think it will last a long time. Um, a lot of rescues just they just want to get them anywhere so they can get there. We saved a thousand, and my answer to that is usually like, "Do you know where they are?" <laughs> That's right. We, we know where every horse is. I have one woman whose job is to follow up on all our horses going back to 2008. So that's a total full-time job in itself, pretty much. Um, and we do not get any state funding. We rely on donations and public support and volunteers. Um, I, there's no way I could do this alone. This is very dependent on volunteers, and, and anyone that can do any little thing matters. Uh, we're talking with Mary Martin. She's the uh, director of New England Equine Rescue in West Newbury, Ash Street, right? Yes. <clears throat> yes, it's right near the center of town. We're about five minutes from the 95 exit of Newburyport. Um, very convenient to get to. Now, uh, to to get volunteers, do you have things like open houses? Well, actually, we have an open house coming up on December 11th from 11 to 1. We're going to have snacks and coffee and homemade cookies, and we'll have some of our um, near gear available for sale. We also have a local author, Ginger Lane, who wrote a little book for us, children's book, The Story of Near North Through the Eyes of Mabel the Donkey. Mabel was our mascot who recently passed. But um, people might remember her going into banks and parades, and she did a lot for us as a as a mascot. But 
It's a lovely little book for kids. Um, we'll have some Christmas stocking stuffer ideas, um, and then you can apply to volunteer, or you could consider sponsoring a horse, um, or a donkey, or a mule. Any little bit helps, and um, you could apply for monthly donations, like five dollars a month comes out of your um, credit card, and you don't barely notice it. It's a cup, cup of coffee or two. And that adds up over the year and really helps. So it's a small $5 investment that makes a big impact. There's lots of ways to help. We have an event team you can join, which you can pick and choose an event that you want to help. You could do one event a year. Um, Lots of ways to volunteer. There's so much that needs to be done. Uh, We have one gentleman that comes every Sunday just to mow the lawn. That's his thing. He's been doing it for over a year, and it's greatly appreciated. It's one less thing we have to worry about. Um, any little thing helps. So, so, so say you, you know, I wanted to feed horses. Uh, do you have to be able to to lift bales of hay and stuff like that? Yeah, a bale of hay is about forty pounds. Very rarely do you have to lift the whole bale. Um, if you're a general volunteer, we have some gentlemen that are a little stronger. No offense to the women. <laughs> <laughs> that come in and can do, um, like, stack the bales of hay. But generally they're cut open, and it's it's just, we call them flakes, little sections that go into feed bags, which save on waste. So you'd fill the, the hay bags, and that those aren't heavy. Um, there really isn't a lot of heavy things to do. I think one of the biggest things um, is pushing the wheelbarrow full of manure. That can get heavy, especially going through snow. Um, and then winter's brutal, but we really need the help. We're shorthanded most winters. And you have to get it into a container that we have hauled out. So I think that's probably the most strenuous thing is put, pushing the wheelbarrow with the manure and getting it in the proper uh, container. Ah. But other than that, there's not really – I mean, there is a heavy lifting need, but for the general population, no, it's not. It's actually good exercise, a lot of walking, <laughs> Now, do you have uh, the the difference between adoption and and foster um, homes? Uh, how does that work? So, adoption, we want you to make a, you know hopefully a lifetime commitment to the animal. It's nothing's guaranteed, but we stand by our animals and we will take them back if it doesn't work out. Doesn't matter how many years, and that's why we follow up. A foster home, we generally only send special needs to a foster home. Um, we used to send anything to a foster home just so we could save more, more, more. But we found that they hung on to them a little too long because they kind of wanted a free horse. So if they're ready for adoption, we try to keep them here. If they need some little special attention and they aren't highly adoptable right away, that's when we bring in our foster homes. So, Or unless they're a professional trainer. We would love professional trainers to commit to taking in and helping us uh, bring along a horse that's ready for adoption. Um, but special needs might be, um, we have a horse with a uh, disease called cellulitis. Her leg blows up certain times of the year. In the winter, she's pretty good. But So it has to be hosed to get the swelling down, and it's like daily hosing of her leg. And that takes a lot of resources off us. If she's in one barn with somebody wants to do that, that really helps us. So fostering is basically for our special needs, and they can write off the stall. So, and we can help in different ways. Some fosters pay for everything as a donation to us, and they take the right off. Some say, you know, we have plenty of hay, but can you help us with hoof trims and vet bills? 
Um, so we're flexible on how we'll help a foster home, but generally it's a special needs horse. So if somebody was interested in, in getting involved with horses, New England Equine Rescue is a great way to start, I would say? Yes, yes. Um, we have some, there is an age limit on the children, I'd have to look it up, but I think it's under 13, you have to be with a parent for liability reasons, but um I like to tell people that if you volunteer with your kids, it's a surefire way to see if they're going to stick to it because sometimes they like to get on the pony and ride around, but when they realize there's um, chores involved, especially lots of manure, they'll kind of back away and then you've saved yourself a lot of headache down the road because you didn't buy a pony and you didn't have them say, now I don't want it. <laughs> How about that? Uh, a quick question is on the manure is... Can some, is there a, a method of turning that into, like, energy at all? Um, I think there are things in development, but I'm really not sure. It would be very nice if somebody wanted to actually come get it, and I didn't have to pay to send it away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, Mary, I uh, want you to give us a, another quick reminder about the open house coming up this Saturday. Yes, this Saturday from 11 to 1. And um, you'll get to meet the animals. You can talk to our volunteers. It might be something you want to do, and then you can fill out a volunteer application if you want. Um, you can meet and greet my sheep. I have two sheep that wander around and greet people. Um, the animals will be in costume for the holidays. We'll have hot chocolate, coffee, tea, and lots of homemade goodies. And um, we do have a tax store on site. It's um, used items that people donate that I don't need for our animals. And it brings in, it helps feed the animals. So our store will be open extra early to do some shopping. We have um, anything from jackets, coats, riding stuff, horse gear. We have bracelets, jewelry. We have briar horses for sale. So lots of stocking stuffers in the store as well. So um, come by and meet and greet us and take some selfies with some animals. Uh, sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, and the uh, the website is? www.nearnorth.org, and it's N-E-E-R-N-O-R-T-H dot O-R-G. All right, nearnorth.org. Terrific. Hey, Mary, we'll have to get you back on again. Yeah, we can talk about Tomcat and the donkeys. <laughs> okay, yeah, that would be a lot of fun. All right, thank you so much. Uh, Mary Martin, who runs New England Equine Rescue on Ash Street in West Newbury, not that far away, just a couple of towns over. And she's been our guest this morning here on The Wave, 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. That's The Wave, WHAV.